Hello everyone and welcome back to Yours Truly with Love. Welcome to our second episode where today we are going to talk about how to be a better you and how to stand up for yourself and set your boundaries. I am super excited to talk about all this because this has been something that I've been working on a lot this past year. If you listen to our first episode, I talked a little bit about that. But this year was definitely the year that I have learned to stand up for myself, for one, and to start setting those boundaries where needed. Um, But before we get started, we are going to talk a little bit, just like catch up, little chit chat. Um, When I'm recording this, it is currently Friday, December the 16th. Um, Today is actually my last day of work with my kiddos before Christmas holidays. And this past week has been insane. All of my kiddos have been so excited for the Christmas break and they're so excited for Christmas and everything. And this morning um, they did like a big pancake breakfast with their school and stuff like that. So, And it was PJ day. So there's tons of things to be excited about. But with that being said, I'm excited to have a little break. And this is actually the first Christmas that I do not need to work. The past, I would say, eight years I've worked every day or every Christmas for eight years, Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, a New Year's Day. But this year I don't have to and I am so excited for that. It almost feels a little weird, like knowing that I have that whole day off um, just because I haven't for over eight years. So I'm super excited for that and super excited for a mini break. Um, I am working a little bit over the break with um, my clients as well as with my other job that I work with children. I work a couple days, but other than that, I actually get a couple days off here and there. So I'm super excited. I'm definitely going to use that time to reset, kind of get my stuff together. Like, you know, do maybe like a deep clean of my room stuff like that you know just kind of resetting for the new year and getting ready for the new year and do some goal setting I will eventually make my vision board that I keep talking about that I have not started yet but that's okay that's what next week is for um some things I also want to talk about which I think would be kind of fun to do every episode is just you know talking about some things that I'm loving this week maybe something new I tried and what I'm grateful for. Um, So some new things that I'm loving this week. I actually just came across the Summer Fridays lip balm. Um, I don't know if you guys know but um, about the uh, FabFitFun boxes. So I get those. I've been getting them for like, I don't know, for years. And I think I got it in one of those boxes. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I did not get that in one of those boxes. Oh my goodness. I got it during one of the Sephora sale when I bought all their like pre-packaged like bundles. That's what I got it from. Yes. So I have heard so much about this lip balm and I saw it and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to try it. And I am obsessed. I got the vanilla one and let me tell you, it smells so good. I'm a big vanilla girl. Vanilla is my absolutely favorite scent it's like I love vanilla (laughs) um but I also really like how the tube kind of has like it's slanted on the edge of it like if you know what I if you have it you know what I'm talking about but it just makes it easier to like put on which is really nice because I'm not a big fan of 
like the lip balms where you gotta like stick your finger into or like if you have a little applicator you can use that but I just find whenever I'm on the go I never have an applicator with me and just stick my finger in it and like I have quite like long nails so I always get stuck in my nails even if I do it from like the back end of my nail or I guess on top of my nail it still gets stuck so I'm very thankful and happy that the summer Fridays has like a lip applicator like slanted thing on it so you don't have to put your fingers on it so that is something that I am loving um this week I haven't really tried anything new I've been honestly super busy this week between like getting ready for Christmas with the kids and doing all their Christmas crafts just getting everything set up and I also just got a puppy yes so I already do have a dog he's very old he's 16 and I also have a kitty but um my boyfriend's mom actually fosters dogs and we fostered this one his name was duke and he's a husky and something else i'm not quite too too sure but we were fostering him and both my boyfriend and i just fell in love with him uh, my boyfriend put in the adoption papers on the weekend and we got accepted for him a couple days ago so he is now ours and so we've been super busy just you know giving him all the love that we can give him and taking him out on adventures and stuff like that and just getting things ready for him getting him some new stuff and yes so it's been a crazy 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 week <laughs> um but i'm hoping come next week when i have some time off maybe i'll try some new things for the longest time i've been wanting to try a pilates class i just think that would be so fun i really do like group classes i like doing them i even like teaching them too but you know i just want to try something new i'm a very big strength training girl and i would love to start getting into um things like pilates and getting back into yoga because i used to love yoga when i was in college but i haven't really done too much of it other than the stretching and the mini yoga i do before bed but i would love to go to classes and stuff again um but yeah and one thing that i'm super grateful for this week is i'm very grateful for my friends and family this week i have just felt so so loved and just felt so so supported through all the craziness and the hecticness that's been going on and christmas time just makes me feel all like lovey and <laughs> squishy and stuff <laughs> i always feel extra loved and uh, um around this time I think it's just all the cheer and the Christmas music and all the Christmas lights. But yeah, I'm grateful for all my friends and my family and for just everyone who is around me. And yeah, so this episode is going to be very, 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 very truthful. Um, just I want to talk about like my experience with things with this and then some tips and tricks that you guys can do to help to help with this because setting up boundaries for yourself is super duper tough like for the past couple years I've really struggled with that and like I said in my last episode I was the kind of person who kind of let people walk all over me when I really shouldn't have and I was always like making sure I wasn't gonna hurt anyone's feelings and I always put other people first I never put myself first and within the past year and a half I really realized wow that is not the way to go like I should be taking care of myself first because if I don't care of my, take care of myself, how can I take care of other people? Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me now that I finally realized that. 
Um, and also standing up for yourself. Like, you should not let people walk all over you. And you should not let people put you down. Like, none of that. No. Just not allowed. We have to set, stand up for ourselves. And we have to put those boundaries up. Because if we don't, then that's just not creating a healthy relationship with yourself and with others. And from my point of view, in my opinion, you want to be able to have a good relationship for yourself. You want to love yourself. You want to take care of yourself. Um, so with that being said, um, let's get started and let's chat a little about all of this. So before we get started, let's talk a little about like what are personal boundaries and some important things with them. So personal boundaries are your limits and your rules that we set for ourselves within relationships and within a relationship within ourselves. You have to know your limits. You have to know your values. You got to listen to your emotions. Um, You have to respect yourself. You have to have self-respect as well as respecting others. Um, and a very important one that can be really tough. And I know it was a super tough one for me is you have to be assertive and you have to consider like the end of this journey. You have to consider the long view. So we're going to be kind of chit chatting about all of these things a little bit. Um, I do have like a list and yeah, we're just going to go through all this together. So number one on our list is to list your most important priorities. Like what's non-negotiable to you? What is something that you're going to be like, yes, this is my hard limits. This is the rules that I refuse to bend for myself. Um, These are the most important things. This is the most important priority. Um, That way you can start um, to focus on what your boundaries are. And boundaries can come in many shapes and many forms. And these can all include a physical, an emotional, a moral, and financial limits. So you have to make this list so that you know, yep, yeah, this is what my boundary is going to be. And then you're just going to start practicing these. So what you can do is just take some time, write write these down. And the biggest thing for all this is self-awareness. Self-awareness is the first step towards this change. Um, to help some things, if you're not too sure, like what you want to write down for your boundaries, um, think about some like past times where you maintained a certain limit or where you're like, man, I should have said no, or I should have done this. Um, so just think about that, like backtrack and just think about that and then reflect on it and be like, okay, what could I have done instead of doing that to make myself feel that way? Um, what can I do so I don't compromise my own needs? And also reflect on how you were feeling then. Did you like how you felt? Could you have done something different to change how you felt? Um, All of these questions are going to help you set those boundaries. So just kind of reflect on those times where you're like, man, should have done something different. Or, oh, I didn't really like how I felt during that. Um, Write them all down so that you can list your most important priorities. Number two pay attention to your intuition. So, you know, whenever you're kind of doing something and you just hear that nagging voice in the back of your head, it's like, is this a good idea? Should we be doing this? Like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Next time when that happens, listen to it. Because the chances are that it is guiding you in the right direction. You know, when you just have that gut feeling, you're like, man, I don't think this is a good idea. Or I feel like something bad's going to happen if I do this listen to it. Your gut is usually 99% of the time right. So listen to it. 
And there's actually a lot of research that shows that our intuitions help us process um, unconscious information to kind of like make better and faster decisions. Isn't that crazy? Like our body already has a program built into us that tells us like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't be doing that. (laughs) Um, But pay attention to those feelings. Those feelings are so, so, so important. And of course, we need to do things that we don't want to do. Like, that's how we grow. There is always going to be things that we're like, "Mm, this makes me anxious. This makes me nervous. But there is some things that is a big no-go. Like, no, we should not be, we shouldn't do that. Or this makes us feel like a certain way. But there's also those things where like, we need to do that to help help ourselves grow, help ourselves become a better person. And number three, assume responsibility for your needs. So... No matter how much you love your friends and family, it is still your job to take care of yourself. You are in charge of yourself. You are in charge of your feelings. You are in charge of what you are doing, how you're doing it. You are in charge. And there is always, always, always time to have an alternative plan to avoid entirely depending on others to make you happy. Um, I know in my past, when I got comfortable with things, I depended on people a lot for it. And, and I'll even give you guys an example. I used to have the worst driving anxiety. Like, it was the worst. I could drive myself to like, you know, um, to my boyfriends and back, school and back, work and back, grocery store and back gas station and back but if there was like any other places like downtown or places I've never been I got very very anxious and I would have really bad panic attacks and I drove and like I'd be sweating and shaking and it just it wasn't a good time and I just became super dependent on people for like driving me places that I was not comfortable with and I became too dependent and too comfortable and once when I realized that I was like oh my god like what was I doing? Why was I doing this? Like if I would have kept doing that, I would have never gotten over my driving anxiety. And then I finally did. Sure, there's some places I'm not a fan of driving at all, (laughs) but if I have to do it, I will. And like, if I cannot avoid it, I'll do it. But I just take baby steps. I learned some um, ways to set my boundaries with that being like, no, I don't feel comfortable driving there. And then you kind of like work it out with people or you work it out, out with yourself. Like I usually find routes that I can find that I'm like, okay, I know this way, blah, 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 blah. Or I look ahead of time and like look on like Google maps and be like, okay, I have to be in this lane. I have to go this way. I got to turn down this street. And then sometimes if I'm super duper anxious, I look up about parking. Like I just figured out some ways that I can be like, okay, I can do this. So continuing (laughs) assuming responsibility for your needs um so learning to take responsibility for your life means one avoiding blaming others for your emotions two accepting difficult circumstances as a regular part of growth like i said life can be hard sometimes and sometimes you need to be um, put in situations like that to help you grow um three taking ownership over your actions and how they affect others so you have to remember things that you do can affect not only yourself but can affect others and like we said before you have to respect yourself and you have to respect others and four making decisions that serve your best interest 
when you start being responsible for yourself and your needs, you kind of realize having these intense expectations for how other people should behave. And you're like, oh, wow. Like, if they should be responsible for that, I should be responsible for that. It kind of just gives you a bit of a, um opposite look on the other end kind of thing um and you also you also want to avoid being a victim of your own circumstances and this mindset can really help simplify your boundaries and can really help you just lay them all out and be like okay no not gonna do that don't like how that makes me feel and all those fun things (laughs) um moving on to number four practice saying no this is a huge one i used to be really bad for this like when people would ask me to do things i'd be like okay yeah sure and i would change my whole schedule around just so i could do it and i'm like why am i doing that like i had all these things pre-planned why am i doing that like that's not fair to myself and then by the end of the day i'm just absolutely exhausted so practice it no can be a complete sentence when you say no like no means no right you have to remember if you say no and someone's like oh but like come on come on come on no no means no and stick to it and i know it can be uncomfortable and i know it can be hard but there is also some other ways uh, how you can say no as well so some other things that you could say is like i wish i could but whatever is happening or unfortunately that won't work for me or thanks for thinking of me but i'm just gonna have to turn that down or i can't do it this time so you can say things like that if saying no makes you uncomfortable just turn it into a different sentence being like i'm sorry but i can't like i wish i could but i can't um maybe next time that's not gonna work for me just avoid lying about why you're saying no and just be upfront. if you're being upfront, you're being honest and you're being honest to yourself and you're taking that responsibility of being honest okay so next time just just practice it i know it's hard i sucked at it but i practiced and practiced and i finally was like you know what no means no like i can't on to number five use i statements when you're communicating with people i talked a little bit about this in my last episode as well but using i statements can help you communicate all your needs and all your feelings without making the other person feel attacked because if you say things like wow you did this blah 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 blah, you made me feel this way then like whoa like why are you coming on to me like this so if you say things like i felt like this when you did this then you're not attacking anything the person or anything at all you're just saying this is the thing that you did this is how it's making me feel right now in this moment or you could say like i would really prefer this or i hope to blah 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 blah, or i need to blah 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 blah. you want to make sure that when you use these i statements that you are clear and you also want to be mindful of your tone because if you're using like a sassy hard tone then people are gonna be like oh like what why are you coming after me so i always say like imagine you're talking to like a kid a kid like whenever i talk to the kids i talk to them in like a calm voice and whenever they do things that upset me i make sure like i get on their level and i'm like okay you are making me feel this way when you make this decision 
Same goes with if you're talking with adults. Obviously, don't treat them like they are like literal children, but just use a calm, collected voice. Because honestly, whenever you get angry and you start raising your tone, raising your voice and things like that, most of the time there is going to be no conclusion to it. And sometimes it can make things worse. And sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta walk away. And I'm not saying you can't be angry. Sometimes you you can totally be angry. That's totally valid. You feel that way. But you just have to read the situation, read the room, and figure out what's best for you and what's best for that person. Like I said before, respect yourself, respect other people, and be responsible for your decisions. On to number six. This one I was so bad for as well. But avoid excessive apologizing. Just if you're saying sorry, you don't need to make up a bunch of excuses. Like, being like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I've been so swamped, like, I know this is so important to you, I was really hoping I could make it, like, I know we could do this maybe next time, like, I feel so bad that I'm canceling, blah 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 blah, like, no, why are you apologizing with your setting your own boundaries? If you can't make something, or you can't do something, all you can be like is, all you can say is, you know, I'm sorry, something came up, I won't be able to do this, um, I'm hoping I can do it next time, or join in next time. And just keep it, like, flat and simple. You don't need to explain every single reason of why you can't. Like, with something, some people just don't need to know. And it just kind of, like, drags it out and you're not being firm and assertive with your boundaries. Because if you start um, being, like, all loose with them, then people think that, okay, maybe I can overstep it a little bit. And that's not what you want. You want your boundaries to be set and firm and you don't want people to be overstepping you like that. Number seven, be consistent with implementing your boundaries. It kind of just goes on to what I just talked about. But if you don't keep being consistent with them and enforcing them, then how will people know that's the way you want things? Or how how will they know that is your boundary? If you keep being like, oh, okay, maybe this time, maybe next time. Because then they might just honestly ignore all of your requests altogether. And you don't want that consistency is everything consistency is everything with working out with training a dog or learning things consistency with boundaries is the exact same thing okay be consistent even if you don't want to know what's going to be better for a better end result and it can make you feel better as well number eight expect discomfort like it's going to be weird and it's going to be hard, and it's going to be uncomfortable. You are stepping outside that bubble a little bit. You are stepping outside that safe space. You're going to be uncomfortable, and you might honestly even feel a little bit guilty asking for what you need, um, but if that's what you need for yourself, and you need for that boundary, then do it. Like, it, yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, and let me tell you, when I started doing this this past year, I remember I had to be up front with someone and talk to them about something and I was shaking the whole time. Like, I felt so uncomfortable. I didn't like it. It was something that I don't normally do, but I had to do it. It had to be done because I needed to, st I needed to put my boundaries in. And it, in the end, it helped me out so much more. I became a person who was like, okay, yes, I have boundaries. I can set them and I can enforce them. In the moment, yeah, I hated it. I was shaking the whole time, sweating, like hated it. But afterwards, I was like, wow, that made me feel so much better. 
made me feel safer and just in the end I just felt like a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders I felt like I was carrying something around and I was like you know I'm done carrying this now let it out put up my boundaries and I went ah that feels so much better so expect the discomfort but I promise afterwards it does get easier especially when you are growing this will help your growth process so much more And also remember, it's not your responsibility to make other people happy. It's your responsibility to make you happy. Okay? Remember that. You are important. You are so loved. And you should be making yourself happy. You are the main character in your story. Okay? Not these other people that you are pushing your schedule around or doing things, tiptoeing around to make sure that they're always happy. Make sure that you are happy as well. Number nine, this is our last one, but continuously remind yourself of the benefits of putting up these boundaries. Putting up these boundaries can feel like a huge adjustment if you're used to either making sure other people are happy or if you're rejecting your own needs. And there's going to be times where you're going to be like, wow, is this even worth doing this? Especially if people are not respecting those boundaries. You're going to be like, oh, I don't know if I could, should be keep doing this. Like, is it worth it? And blah, 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 blah. But yes, remind yourself of those benefits. Remind yourself that these boundaries allow you to love yourself. Remind yourself that boundaries protect you. Remind yourself that you are allowed to have limits. And remind yourself that you are grateful to give yourself what you need. And your boundaries give you healthier relationships. Okay? These are some things that you can write down. And you can use them as like a, ma- a mantra towards yourself whenever you kind of need a little reminder. And, you know, if you keep struggling with this, reflect on the people you know who have strong boundaries. Maybe your friends, family members, maybe some a coworker or someone you kind of they you know they have strong boundaries maybe like ask them like what do they do um and what do you admire about them like can they inspire you during a time where you feel like your boundaries aren't going to be worth it and these are all things that you can just keep asking yourself and just remember you are here to love yourself and create your own story So I will say all these again um, very quickly just so you guys can kind of know if you want to write them down and stuff. But one, list your most important priorities. Two, pay attention to your intuition. Three, assume responsibility for your needs. Four, practice saying no. Five, using I statements. Six, avoid excessive apologizing. Seven, be consistent with implementing your boundaries. Eight, expect the discomfort that comes along with this. And finally, nine, continuously remind yourself of your benefits. Now, I really hope that these tips and tricks will help you stand up for yourself and set boundaries. Because ultimately, when you take care of yourself, love yourself, stand up for yourself and have those boundaries, you can become a better person. You can become a better you and you can grow. And I just, I really hope that these helped you these were things that I practiced a lot throughout this past year and they've helped me a ton and I am forever grateful for them because I am now a brand new person and I take on I take on a bunch of things differently now and honestly 
<laughs> it's kind of funny to say, but I don't really have words for it. Like, I'm just content with how I feel now. And I know that no means no comes to things. And, you know, if I'm just, like, absolutely swamped or tired, like, it's okay to say no. And it's okay to focus on yourself. With that being said, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, I'd be more than happy if you guys could rate and review the show. That would mean so much to me. And I cannot wait until our next little session. So we'll chat soon. Bye.